in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey, everybody! Welcome back. It's Nora. Hi,、Here. this is Holly. <laughs> And we are back with an exciting episode of the Two White Chicks. Hopefully, <laughs> indeed, indeed. So this is episode forty-four of the Two White Chicks. Nice. Yes. So let, let's jump straight into a review. Ooh. Yeah, we've we've had a quite a few reviews now. So this re- review comes from Lady Grey Yeah. <laughs> from、That's、great name. Yeah, it is from Canada, and. I'm assuming yes, girl. This is a a lady, and she <laughs> says, "Great info, fun ladies, perfect prep for China."、Ooh. I'm going to be in Beijing for a week by myself in December as an Irish Canadian girl. I wanted to do some research on China and what it's like being a foreigner there. I was delighted when I found this podcast. I've listened to only three episodes so far, but I found them to. Uh, to have great tips to take with me on my trip, it's also made me even more excited for my trip and given me some good party banter for before I go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel more prepared now and inspired by these young ladies, and will be listening to more episodes. I highly recommend this podcast.、Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's nice. That's great. Yeah, I love it. I know. Just gives me some fuel to keep going. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really. I mean, I I've said it、uh, probably a hundred times now, or at least forty four times.、Um, that like it's it's awesome to know that there's people all over the world listening to this podcast.、Mm-hmm. It's really fantastic. Like,、mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me feel cool. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah, warm and fuzzy. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so here is our、um, fact, our news news article of the week. Um, so Beijing commuters stripped down to celebrate No Pants Subway Ride 2016. <laughs>、oh, no. So this is—I've never heard about this,、um, but I guess maybe we don't do it in the UK. I mean, and I'm from the north, so we don't really have a big metro、uh, line going on there. Anyway, so but I think this is like an international thing. No pants. No pants. Subway ride. Two thousands. Oh well. No,、yeah. you're British. Yeah.、Though. Right. Right. So. So let's establish、yeah. what you mean by pants. Pants. I mean、uh, trousers. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean not. Yeah. No underwear would be slightly disturbing. <laughs>、uh, <laughs> yeah. So.、Um, so. It's not as big in Beijing, but it says that a gaggle of commuters boarded the Beijing Metro earlier this week in their coats, hats, sunglasses, masks, and underwear for the annual No Pants Subway ride. So I just want to say that this this article will be on episode、uh, writtenchinese.com/episode44.、Uh, but there are pictures of people in their underwear. So if you're in the office. Don't. I would suggest wait until you get home. <laughs> It's not. There's nothing offensive, but you you know there there are some men wearing small pants and that. Oh, sorry, underwear. Yeah. Underwear. Yeah. There's a confusion. See, I don't、yeah. know if any of you Americans out there know that, but these Englishmen call pants <laughs> call underwear pants. Right. So let me. Ju- I'll just try and be specific. Underwear, but you know some men wear smaller pants than other. Underwear and others. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. See, I don't see why、um, making you conform to the American standards. Maybe I should be conforming to the British. No, I mean, let, let, maybe I should just say I should just try and say both. 
Or undergarments. Undergarments. Yeah, but we wouldn't... I mean, English... Whoever is listening in the UK is also going to understand what Do you say is. boxers and briefs? Is that the same? Uh, I Yeah, yeah. I guess people would know those things. Do you say tidy whities <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, the guys in the pictures are wearing tighty whities except they're not white, the funny patterned ones. Bikini I guess that's briefs. the whole point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing like offensive, but your colleagues in the office might be like, what are you doing? Yes. So just save it for home. Uh, where your other half can also say, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's particularly cold in Beijing right now. So it's, uh, it was around minus seven degrees when they were doing this. Yeah, so this is an international thing. It seems it, yeah. And they chose it to happen in January mm. or February. That's cold. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it must be. It must happen at this time of year every year. Um, so it says, Crazy. Uh, it didn't stop the, it didn't scare off the brave exhibitionists <laughs> who had pictures of their bare legs subversively snapped by fellow subway riders. Um, so they've obviously popped up online, surprise, surprise, mm-hmm. probably on good old Weibo. Chinese people love a good photo op. Yeah. I gotta yeah, say, yeah. they take advantage of all of those moments. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So the event, which is organized by the New York based group Improv Everywhere involved uh, tens of thousands of participants in 60 cities across the globe this year. So wow. okay, so it starts in New York, I guess. Yeah, that sounds kind of right. I didn't see any pantsless subway riders in Shenzhen. I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> I've, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm, I'm glad. But you said they were wearing masks. Yeah, totally covered. So I guess it's to hide their uh, identity. Mm. Yeah, so they're wearing sunglasses and hats and things. Yeah, and also masks. <laughs> the, you know, the legs are the bare parts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, so apparently the last time... Um, I don't know if this... The, the article says the last time we reported on No Pants Subway Ride was back in 2013. So this is another article from the Shanghaiist. So I don't know if that means that uh, they stopped doing it between... 2013 and this year or it just didn't get any like press yeah Mm. um so back in 2013 there was uh actually foreigners participated in this in china yeah 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 and uh, apparently it got a lot of that's why it got a lot of press and and people were outraged basically (laughs) that's maybe why it didn't happen again well there's a lot more to see yeah uh, <laughs> controversial um, but someone pointed out like one of the participants pointed out that we got stared a lot we got stared at a lot but actually foreigners always get stared at in the metro in China so this was nothing out of the ordinary really true but I like that little story it was kind of funny mm-hmm so yeah, nice choice. And I'd be if anyone out there saw this happen in Beijing. If any, if the listeners are or in Beijing, has participated. Oh yeah, all of the above. Yeah, because maybe some some of you out there have actually done this in other countries in, in the rest of the world. But it's a new one on me, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of surprised that I never read about this on any like social media. Have you? Yeah. So you've not no. come across this either. No, I haven't. Maybe we're just not cool enough to have heard about Probably. this. Cause <laughs> Probably. Because improv everywhere kind of just sounds like. 
hip and trendy, and I don't feel like I fit into those either of those categories. I'm not really clued in <laughs> in those like dance mob. No, things no, me and, neither. Me yeah, neither. I don't know. Like those, bl- what was it? There's something I don't know if this actually happened. I think I saw it on an episode of CSI or something stupid, stupid like that, where they, they were having like these blue raves or something on the metro. Oh, was that fake? I I got the impression it was based on a real life event, where they like people had were having. I don't know why it was blue. There was something blue. I don't know. And they would have like dance parties on a metro. Like people would just invade the a carriage on a metro. Completely over my head. If this is real, can you let me know, please? And I, <laughs> just let me know that these things happen. <laughs> anyway, awesome. let's move on to our question. <laughs> okay, so our so our question today comes from. Um, Jensen Lund, awesome name. That is a great is name. Is it a real name? I hope it is. Jensen Lund. It's cool. Um, and Jensen Lund is from Canada. So this question came from... Uh, so in December, November, we did a competition on written Chinese. Um, and you could basically participate and do... You could, like, tweet, do, you know, tweet. And one of the tasks that you could do, like, to gain points was uh, leave us a question. So that's how Jensen has left his question. Uh, So he asks, it's very difficult to find good Western food or ingredients in China. Is there a good online source? I like this question a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where should we start? Well, I know, Holly, you do a lot of online grocery shopping. I do. So why don't you tell give us okay. a little taste for what's available out there? Okay. So I'm a I guess I'm a halfy half. I do half <laughs> Taobaoing and half no go going. Well let's explain what those things yeah. are. Yeah. Okay, so we've I've mentioned Taobao. If I get an opportunity to sneak it into a podcast, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so Taobao is just like an online I guess it's like eBay. Or Amazon. Oh Amazon. But Basically, anything you want, you can pretty much get it, including people. Yeah, we've talked. Yeah, we've talked. <laughs> we about did that. the episode where you could buying a wife yeah, and, buy a and wife. stuff like that. I think we've probably mentioned it in other respects as well. Oh, like the girl who was advertising her uh, crab, crab peeling, peeling, peel. I was going to say cracking, but peeling is definitely the right word. And the I loved on the Taobao the commercial when they were selling the. Vietnamese brides that they were like if she runs away in the first year you get another one for free (laughs) yeah yeah this is nuts it's crazy yeah so basically um I got on the Taobao bandwagon about a year ago now and at first I was just like oh wow like all the things I can get but then I realized it was way more than I ever thought I imagined And, and I I just started to search for like Western product, like, uh, some of you may have heard of Marmite. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I love Marmite, and I was getting withdrawal. So I discovered that I could get Marmite from Taobao. Awesome. Marmite is like a black and black vegetable. You're not making it sound good. Well, it's It's a yeast extract. Yeah. And we we use it, we put it on toast. Oh, Vegemite, that's what I'm thinking Mm, of. It's very similar. Vegemite and Marmite are like... There's not that much difference. Mm-hmm. But they, they, in Australia, Vegemite is a really big thing. And it's a spread you put on bread. Is it right. sweet or is it savory? It's savory. It's very salty. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's it's awesome. 
Um, yeah, so that and I so I was getting like more unusual things, but then I started to buy all kinds of great products like uh, flax seeds and all those like fancy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess they're trendy now, aren't they? Everyone's doing it. Yeah, I get a lot of my dried goods right. from Taobao, like lentils, because these yeah, kind lentils. of things are okay. It's not really Western, actually. It's Eastern lentils. Yeah. But uh, in China, it's not a common food, so it's quite expensive. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's very difficult to find in the shops. But because there are a lot of Indians living in China as well, there are cheap sources for these kind of foods. So lentils I'll get on Taobao, chia seeds, yeah. hemp seeds, mm. Mm, like specialty kinds of like nut butter, like cashew oh, yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get chickpeas, like dried chickpeas. Yeah, dried beans and beans, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, popcorn. That was another hard one. Like I am a popcorn fanatic. I love <laughs> myself a big bowl of nice, buttery, nice. greasy popcorn. And you mm. can't find. Sometimes you can find the microwave popping popcorn, but let's be honest, that stuff is crap. So to get the actual kernels, I had a really hard time. Even in Hong Kong, like going shopping in Hong Kong, I couldn't find them anywhere. Mm. In fact, a friend of mine who lives in Hong Kong has me order <laughs> from Taobao, and then he'll come into China to pick it up because he mm. can't get them in Hong Kong either. So oh. things like that, like dry seeds and nuts and imported jars of like Nutella. I guess Nutella is everywhere, but as an example, some mm. kind of a spread like Marmite or like these specialty butters. Yeah nut butters that Taobao is great for that Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I think now at this stage uh, I can pretty much get almost everything that I would like to eat Mm -hmm. there it's very there's very few things although and this is another disgusting one but the Brits (laughs) out there will probably know about this it's similar to Marmite but it's called Bovril Mm, first time I've heard of this and it's basically like beef stock in a drink it's like a Oh, beefy salty drink it's oh. it sounds disgusting but on a if you like it's is it like a cold winter day yeah, sort of drink absolutely stew in a glass and i yeah hmm. and i haven't I, i've kind of found it um but it was very very expensive so that's one thing i, I looked for recently and i was like i'm not paying that much hmm. yeah there are a couple there are a few <laughs> things that i still haven't been able to find one is fresh artichokes I can't get those for the life of me. I've tried. You, you can get them in, I've seen them in jars and cans, right? But they're not yeah, fresh. Yeah, you can I mean, get like, like marinated artichoke hearts, but yes, they're pretty yes. expensive. Yeah, they are. Yeah, which I mean, artichokes in general are expensive. They're an expensive crop to to grow. Mm-hmm. But um, fresh artichokes, I've even thought about getting some seeds and, and growing, your and growing my <laughs> I love fresh artichokes, nice, nice. And, but they take ages to grow. And this is not really the climate for it. But um, that's one thing that I have. So those very rare things are mm. difficult to find. And also Bulgarian white cheese. You can get all different kinds of cheese. Feta, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I want Bulgarian right. white cheese. It's very specific. It's not as salty as feta, but it's still just as rich and flavorful. It's still salty, mm. but it's just a little bit more mild. And you can you know, you know can use it more liberally. And I'm just drooling thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just reminded me about, um, so a friend of ours uh, works with quite a few Russians. Just bear with me on that. So she works with a lot of Russians. And basically they have found sauces 
Russian sauces for literally everything in <laughs> Shenzhen. If they need something, they find it. So, um, including bikini wax. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for example, fish, uh, Russian cheese, and and get this, they ha- it's it's like delivered to your door. Oh yeah, it's like underground market. I don't know. We've ordered I don't from know. there before. Yeah, fish, the fish. The thing, fish. Yeah. It's like you just you call a guy. <laughs> you got like a yeah, fish guy. Yeah, it's like a black market. <laughs> so and you the call fish him and you're is like, awesome. I need five kilos of salmon stet, and he brings it to your door. But there's no like there's no labeling on the packages or anything. But the fish is really high oh, quality, great. but it's super shady the way the yeah. whole deal goes down. And it's really down. cheap. Cash only, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, we got a fish guy. Yeah, a fish guy. Yeah, we got a guy for that. Well, they do. They have guys and gals for everything. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they've sussed it out. Like like ladies who do facials, that's like a big thing in, in Russia. Like they love a good like facial like to clean the skin. It's not something I've ever done. Mm-hmm. But they really like all that. Yeah, waxing. Um, yeah, you name it. They've got a, a, a someone... <laughs> to, to to deliver it to the door, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Just reminded me. So have you ever ordered any goods from Taobao mm. that need to be kept, like, cool? Like, have you ordered any cheeses or meat products from Taobao? No. No, I, I haven't. Because you can. Yeah, you know, you can, yeah. I mean, you can order a whole, like, swine I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, like, a roasting pig. You can order, no like, way, the no whole way. thing. Wow. On Taobao and, like, chunks of meat and stuff like that. But typically on Taobao, because, uh, I mean, you can choose where it's coming from, but they, they're they supposed to ship it to all over China. Mm-hmm. So if it's produced in Beijing and we're in Shenzhen, you know, that's a long journey for it yeah, to get here. So true. if you're ordering meat products, you better be really sure Maybe that they have restrictions. Maybe they do. I have, uh, but I I know people who've ordered um, produce like fruit and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean maybe it's up to you. Like if you want to order those things and you find a seller that's near you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Halloween party I had and I? Oh I, yeah. I got dry ice from Tabo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. So maybe that's obviously. kind of a similar kind of thing because. Yeah. But I specifically found a seller f- that was local, that was, well, semi-local. I think they were in Guangzhou or something like that. Mm-hmm. But And everything was arranged, like, down to the point where we needed to know when they were going to deliver it. Mm-hmm. So So I guess that's how they do it with the food products, too. Fresh maybe, food. maybe. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So what about other, I mean, so let's get off of Taobao. What yeah. about if you, you want, like, an exotic cheese or um, <laughs> some other <laughs> some other kind of, if you want a fresh fresh vegetable that's not easy to find, where would you go to get it? Mm, I would probably go to Nogogo. Uh-huh. And so what's Nogogo? Nogogo is, uh, it's a, a website that they source products from I get like pretty much all over the world um, and they'll deliver to your door for cash it also sounds really shady but they are a legit company I think right? I think so yeah. yeah so I remember when I first discovered Nogogo uh, I was able to get iron brew that's another br- what's that it's 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 from Scotland it's Is it a beer no oh. it's a it's a I'm gonna use the American word soda Oh, and it's wait. Uh, what's the British word? 
pop or a fizzy drink or something. Fizzy drink? We just don't use soda. Soda is a total like American word. I thought pop was because I'm from Wisconsin. Or a soft drink or a soft drink. A soft drink. Because I'm from Wisconsin, so if you're from northern Wisconsin or Mm -hmm. Minnesota, then you'll say pop. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, in the north, like, pretend to say pop. Hmm. Yeah. Um, So it's like an... It's crazy. It's like... uh, It looks radioactive. It's orange. Oh. It looks... It... I mean, it looks like it's just full of additives, but it's a it's a weakness of mine. If I can get hold of Iron Brew, awesome. There used to be a, a bar, like a bar in Sheko. So that's like, it's quite it's it's quite far from here, but it's a it's an area in Shenzhen where there's there are a lot of foreigners, so they try and cater for them, I guess. And they used to sell Iron Brew, but mm. they don't now. And are I can't you, get it on no go go. Because it wasn't until I came to China that I discovered Lucasade. Is that what oh like? yeah, I don't like Lucasade. So that's like kind of the, I guess it's like re- is it the hangover drink or is it the yeah, pre party drink? They, I think they do. Yeah, they do say that it's good for a hangover. Because it's got like it's one of those where it's just like full of a bunch of. I think it's like, like fortified with a bunch of vitamins. Yeah, or something. I guess I would say it's like uh, Gatorade type, mm-hmm. but it's fizzy. It's fizzy, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, never they been sell my... that everywhere here in China, Lucasaid. Yeah, yeah, it's not my, it's not my cup of thing. <laughs> yeah. So then, but no go go. The thing about no go go is that it's Shenzhen only. I mean, maybe they exist and in Gu- other cities. I think they do at Guangdong now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, maybe it's spreading, but it's not um, a service that's available all over China. That's right. That's right. But <clears throat> I am I, I'm aware of. Um, like Shanghai, they definitely have these services. In fact, oh, Shanghai probably yeah, has even better ones. Probably. I, in fact, I recently saw um, adverts for, and I guess these services are like becoming more popular in the US and probably in the UK too, where uh, they like a company will basically deliver ingredients f- for meals. Mm-hmm. Like so, basically, you go on, and I guess maybe they have. 20 choices for meals and you just like tick the boxes like for say you want five meals for the next week you just tick the boxes for each meal like say uh shepherd's pie you know um ratatouille or whatever and they'll basically send you the ingredients to make those meals Mm -hmm. and and they do that in shanghai now which is awesome but specifically for like western in the states yeah do this kind of thing i've I've heard of one recently i can't think what it is Mm -hmm. but uh yeah we haven't at least I don't think that there's a service like that in Shenzhen yet. We uh, haven't yeah, reached that. I haven't that. heard of that. Yeah. Maybe they just don't think that enough people will use the service. Yeah, well, there's definitely way more foreigners in Shanghai yeah. than there are in Shenzhen. Yeah. I mean, there the population here is massive, so there are a lot of foreigners here. I'd probably say, like, 20,000 or something like that. Yeah, at least. I remember when I first got here, they were saying, like, 15. And oh. that, was, that was, like... Uh, recorded like I'm oh sure so there probably are there's people. more like 30 or 40 thousand so basically like Since a small then. city yeah but the population here is between quoted between 15 and 18 million people so it's a very small <laughs> drop small, in the yeah. bucket definitely, definitely. <laughs> we're still vastly outnumbered mm. so what do you what do you use nor for your do you use online shopping i do although because we live in a city like shenzhen it's not that difficult to find the majority of the ingredients that i need for western food so mm-hmm. care for is a big chain all over in china they're french right 
Yeah, I think they're French. Mm. We don't have those in the States. I don't think we do either. Yeah. And it's a mid, like, medium quality grocery store. But then there are also these kind of boutique shops. There's one called Olay that there's quite a few branches all over Shenzhen. And then there's this Japanese one called Aeon. Which is which has also got a lot. So those those shops do have a lot of Western products. Yes. Yeah. So I use Taobao, like I said, for the grain, the the, the you know like dry goods. Yeah. And um, then I'll use Nogogo if I really need to get something. Like for something for example, specific. yes, for Thanksgiving I've made a turkey <laughs> before and I've ordered it from Nogogo. Yeah. Yeah. And it's shipped. It's from the states and mm-hmm. it's it's available here. But small cities in China, I'm not really sure. I remember, I it, maybe it's changed since I was living in one, but my first year in China, I was living in a small city, and I basically tried to make as much, like, I tried to make Western food using the local ingredients as much as possible, which meant a lot of mm. grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> because you, I could you, find bread, although it was difficult to find bread that wasn't sweet. But yeah. I would sometimes find bread, and then they would they do have like pretty much everywhere in China they sell this uh, cheese byproduct. I would call it. It's like American, what we call American cheese, where it's like individually wrapped, highly processed cheesy substance. For hamburgers, right? Usually yeah, that's what it's found on. Yeah, yeah. so I, I would always mm-hmm. make those, and then there are a couple like they have a. Chinese pepper that's kind of like a jalapeno Mm -hmm. and that they marinate in like a vinegar that tastes so I would just like slice up those really thin and stick those on Mm -hmm. some bread with some cheese so it's like pepper jack yep and grill it in a wok so I guess it's not really grilling it but I didn't have like a (laughs) I didn't have an oven or a toaster or any of that so Mm -hmm. I would just like basically fry it in butter in a wok and that was my home home fix yeah I ate that, like, I probably ate a grilled cheese sandwich every other day. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you learn to use the local ingredients to make Western-style food. I mean, they have so many different vegetables. Yeah. So you can kind of find equivalents. I mean, they sell they sell spinach, so you can make spinach dishes. Yes. They sell, I mean, they have, like, okra. You can make, like, an omelet and stuff like that easily. Yeah. 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 So you can get by without ordering things online or without going to expensive grocery shops if you want, because there, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can do a lot with fresh vegetables. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I actually, um, there's there's a great choice in most like local supermarkets, um, and I've gotten some things that I never expected. Like I can get avocados in my local supermarket now. Yeah, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. In fact, I didn't eat. I don't know, maybe it's different now, but uh, when I was still at home, I don't even know if I'd ever bought an avocado from a supermarket. I, I think they're like really they s- expensive. Yeah, they started appearing in the U.S. more commonly in, like, 2004, I would say, oh, something really? like that. So it's also a pretty recent mm-hmm. phenomenon. Now, you know, it's everywhere. It's yeah. on every restaurant. It's, like, yeah. a menu. It's, like, add avocado, 75 cents. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But, um... Yeah, here they've so so the the market is definitely changing and it's 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 not that it's be necessarily becoming more western but there's more options in general and so some things are western that are coming in that you can see in the local shops. Yeah, definitely. In my it's not a local local. It's uh, like I have to walk down the down the street. It's not the closest supermarket to me mm-hmm. and it's that chain uh, Vanguard which is somehow related to Ole. Okay. I don't know if they're owned by the same uh, 
whoever, whatever. And um, I can get a lot of, uh, and I've seen a lot of Western things in there. Like I can get uh, butter from Australia. Mm. And um, I recently saw something that really surprised me. I'm trying to think what it was. It was it was like Heinz tomato ketchup or something. Mm. Um, and the supermarket's not very big, but there were things in there that I see from time to time just like, hidden amongst the Chinese products, and I'm like, wow, I didn't know I could get that here. So it's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And then we're fortunate being in Shenzhen because we can hop over to Hong Kong. Yeah, that's so awesome. So if there, yeah, if you want to do, I mean, if you really want to do Western shopping, Hong Kong has pretty much everything any European city would have or American city. I mean, they've just got everything. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong is just like shopping heaven, essentially. So for us, if we're really dying for something, it's pretty easy to hop over the border and get it and come back. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, though. I always feel like my eyes are like as big as saucers when I go into a supermarket (laughs) and it's like, what can I buy here? I I really have to restrain myself. Yeah, yeah. 360, have you been to 360? Yes, yes. 360 is like probably one of the most expensive grocery Mm -hmm. stores in the world. Oh, really? I'm sh- I'm pretty sure. I mean, where else? I mean, maybe London, you also have yeah. expensive grocery stores, too. But it's got to be up there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so it's luxury shopping. Yeah. Charcuterie for, like, crazy amounts of money, like 2,000 Hong Kong dollars for, like, a small package. It's fun to go in those places, though, mm-hmm. I think. Just and to have a look test. around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're lucky to be so close to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah. aren't, in, if you're not in a major city in China, then Taobao is going to be your best friend. Definitely. You could experiment. You could try ordering some cheese or something like that to see. I'm, sh- I'm sure that they've developed some method to get it to you in one piece. Right. They must know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I was think I was. It might be hard for you to set up an account immediately. I. I mean, it's take. It took me three years. I mean, not that I was trying, but. You just need a Chinese friend. You need to rely on a Chinese person in the beginning. So if you come here Mm -hmm. and you don't have any Chinese friends, you might be shy to ask for a Chinese person's help. But they're experts at it, so don't be shy and just just have them set it up for you. you. It'll take you a little bit of time to navigate, but in general, um, it's definitely a useful thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And, And ordering from Taobao is pretty safe. Like... You can always send things back, and the vendors, because it's so competitive, they really rely on a good rating. Mm-hmm. So if you order cheese and it comes mashed and warm and rotten, then you just send it back. <laughs> it's not in their interest to send it to you that way. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that if they're selling that kind of a product or if they're selling fresh food on there, that they have developed some kind of a system to get it to you intact. Yeah. Otherwise, they risk you know, their business, basically. Yeah, definitely. So it's not as risky. It doesn't. It sounds. It sounds riskier mm-hmm. than it is. It, like they really try hard to, to get everything. Not that you won't have times when you're. If you want to be safer, you can order from Tmall. Tmall is just mm. like within Taobao. There's a bunch of shops, so Tmall is one of those shops within Taobao, and it has a reputation for being much higher quality. So you can try looking there first. Yeah. They pride themselves on, like, being genuine, don't they? <laughs> you yeah. might not get that on Taobao. Yeah, yeah. Taobao mm. is more like the Wild West if you're just ordering. But I've, I don't know. I've ordered plenty of stuff directly yeah. from Taobao, and I 
haven't really had that many problems. I mean, you get crappy products, but it's the same as if you buy it from from the shop and you see it in front of you. So, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, and you can argue sometimes that it's a case of, I mean... If some most of the time, if I want to buy something, I'm usually using Google Translate to translate the page for me, and if I miss something, it's my own fault. Like most of those things are pretty, like well explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and you can even bargain with them on Taobao. Like once you get, you can try oh, yeah. doing it in English even. So basically, every vendor, when you're looking at the p- product page, there's this little like bouncing water droplet mm. thing. So you look for this bouncing... Is it called Wang Wang or something? Or Wang Some has got a silly little name. I don't know. I forget what he's called. But it's like mm. this little character who represents the chat in Taobao. So if you click it, then you can speak directly to the vendor and you say like... Yeah. You, you could ask them in English. You could try. They could probably translate it Most themselves. likely, yeah. Most likely they'll translate because, you know, they want to get the sale. Yeah. So you can say, you know, does this come in black or, you know, like ask them specific questions and they'll, they're usually right online. Right. Like you, oh, yeah, it's usually pretty fast. Yeah, it's pretty much instant. So yeah. it's, it's very convenient. Mm. And often when buying things, actually, I've got two things to mention. The first thing is they're often very, very fast to ship out. Sometimes I literally buy something, and then two minutes later, I've got a notification to say it's been sent out. Wow. Second thing is be careful when, if you are, if you are going to buy Western food uh, or Western products, be careful with the, it, it often won't say in like the title, you've got to read the details on the page. Sometimes they're actually importing the product from the US or from the UK or wherever in the world. Um, and it'll actually say, and sometimes in very, very small print, that it will take actually three to four weeks to arrive. <laughs> so you need to be careful with that. Sometimes, sometimes it's obvious, sometimes not so much. I've done that before and ordered something and I'm like, where the heck is this thing and then I've realized oh wait it actually they're, they're actually importing the thing from whichever country I ordered it from mm-hmm. which can be a bit irritating yeah so you can ask them yeah but you can see on there where the products are coming from That's usually uh, sometimes I've had that so like sometimes it will say from abroad like they have that little space don't they on the where it says which province or yeah like which country it's coming from but sometimes they don't do that sometimes mm. it'll be like say it's coming from Guangzhou it will just say Guangzhou but actually they're importing it from somewhere else so it's you've got to watch out okay gotcha I've had that problem before gotcha cool well yeah. I hope this helped you Jensen to get a little knowledge about where to get your western products mm-hmm. and I just want to remind you and encourage you to try Chinese foods <laughs> and yeah, not just rely on that. having western products like Holly and I have both been here for a long time so I, I don't know I probably eat nowadays I probably eat mostly western products just because I do most of the cooking um, I don't eat out very often but in the beginning, I ate Chinese food every single day. Me and too. that's a great way to get to know the culture. Obviously, you want to be careful. The health standards aren't the same as they are in the West. So you want to pick and choose. You know, most of, most of the time, especially in the beginning, just get just ask Chinese people where to go, and mm-hmm. they'll give you good recommendations. But don't be such a wuss that you're only <laughs> eating Western food. Yeah, there's a wealth of, you know, there's a wealth of options out there. I don't know... Um, I recently uh, saw there was a question on uh, Quora about 
uh, what do Western people eat? And someone said, I don't know, maybe I mentioned this before in a pr- previous podcast. And they're just like, oh, I just eat McDonald's and KFC. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, come so on. Bad. What? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like that. You're missing a lot. And if you just try it once and then say, oh, I don't like this and put your foot down on all Chinese food, that's also really narrow-minded because... There's so many good dishes out there. Yeah, it takes, it does take some time to find the ones that you like. At least it did for me. But it was worth the journey and it was fun. Yeah. That's a whole part of experiencing a completely different culture. Right. I think sometimes some people feel like a a massive culture shock because if you're coming from the, like, let's say you're coming from the US or the UK... And you're like, oh, okay, Chinese food. And then you look at the dish and you're like, wait a minute, this is not like the Chinese food that we eat. (laughs) And that kind of happened to me. Like, I was so oblivious to what real Chinese food was going to be like. And I was like, this isn't the food that I like. (laughs) Um, Of course, I didn't just like wuss out and be like, I'm not going to eat this Chinese food. Um, But But it was a shock. Like, I was like, whoa, this is completely different. Um, even down to names, like the chow mein that you eat in the UK or the US is not the same as you eat here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite different. Mm. So I, I'm wondering, we've got quite a few listeners out there who are actually living in China. Maybe those of you out there can drop us a line and let us know what, how you eat. Like, what do you do for your if you if there are any products that you're missing? Let us know what you do to source them. Mm-hmm. I know there's a we've got the. A, a guy on, uh, he's a he uses our written Chinese products, and he's he's married to a Chinese lady, and I know that his family like send him a parcel every now and again. Yeah, my mom does always bring me like if does she? Yeah, whenever my parents come to China, they'll bring me yeah cheeses and mm. sausages and these things nice. that I kind of miss from home. Yeah, actually, my parents will be here soon, very very soon. Ooh, we should get them so, on the podcast. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. 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 Okay. I wonder if they would be willing. I mean, my mom and dad were they on the did. podcast. If you missed it, it's back a couple episodes. But you should do it. Okay. Yeah, you should see them. what their I'll experience is like mm-hmm. here. Because they're coming for the first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Yes. Cool. Okay. Do you have? Do we have a Chinese word? Sure. So this week... Because we're talking about Western food, your Chinese word means Western food, and that's xi tan, and it literally means Western food. Xi <laughs> tan. Mm. So if you want to say, I like Western food, you can say, wo xi huan xi tan. So nice. there you go. Yep. I'm sure Holly will post those on writtenchinese.com slash episode 44 for you to I check will. out those characters and learn them. Yep. I will indeed. As well as the links to Taobao and No Go Go. Yep, indeed. And um, uh, don't don't forget to, if you're interested in learning Chinese, to check out our WCC dictionary. Where and you can also get some uh, free flashcards indeed. since you're a, a listener of the Two Eye Chicks. Because you love us so much. Indeed. <laughs> and the information to claim those flashcards will also be on writtenchinese.com/episode44. And finally, if you haven't done so already, send us a voicemail at writtenchinese.com mm-hmm. slash voicemail. We want your questions. We want them so badly. Come on. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, we hope you listen again next week. Indeed. And actually, next week we're going to be having a special New Year. So Chinese New Year is rapidly approaching. It is. So listen in next week to hear a little bit about what it's like to celebrate Chinese New Year in China. Nice. Bye. 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 Thank you.